Howdy, online family. Thanks for tuning in to the Grace Church of Ocala podcast. We are equipping disciples who make disciples in Ocala, Florida. I'm Ryan Gagnon. We're going to be hearing today from Pastor Todd McQueen as he concludes our latest sermon series, The Co-Mission, God's Work Through Moses and Joshua. We've prayed about how best to meet our community with the gospel message of Jesus. We believe this digital component is a way of meeting our community here on the internet. We hope God uses it to both encourage and challenge you. We also ask you to serve a local church body. Remember, you can't be the church by yourself. Worshiping God corporately is one of the great joys of life. We get the benefit of lifting up our individual voices towards our Creator together. Interacting with a sermon as a group is also very special. We not only get convicted and encouraged individually, but we get to interact with God's revelation as a church family. How do we together deal with what God has revealed to us? We believe God speaks and has done so through the worship we have at Grace every week. This week was also special, but in a very different way. Pastor Todd will be leaving Grace in the coming weeks. This was his final sermon to the body that God called him to lead. Listen well as God directs a man in his final direction of the body. His love for the flock and the leader God has called to replace him are palatable, even in this audio format. For those in the online family that have never met Pastor Todd, he is truly a remarkable individual. To say that he is direct in his communication would be an understatement. To say that he has a heart for discipling of God's people, also a massive understatement. The purpose of this introduction to his final sermon is not to lionize the man. He has his faults and he would be the first to call attention to them. I share these things with you to give context to the special, tender moment you're about to hear. Pastor Todd, in preaching this final sermon, was a living illustration to his final big idea. Let's listen in together as we learn from Joshua 1 that we are to be strong, be courageous, and fulfill God's mission. Well, good morning, church. As we conclude this morning and uh, the commission series, the handing of the baton between um, Moses and Joshua. Let me click her. It's time for it to happen. Have you ever thought that everybody's in an interim position? See, I'd look through the scriptures and uh, David was only king for so long that he had to transfer the leadership over to Solomon. Moses had a long run too, and he had to hand the baton off to Joshua. Is this, this is, it goes through the scriptures too, because when we even think of Jesus, he raises from the dead, he comes back and he meets the disciples. And what is really Matthew 28, 18 through 20, we say every Sunday? Jesus handed the baton off to the disciples. It's that Sunday for me. But in Moses, he's 
led the first generation of rescued slaves from Egypt into the desert. And that generation now has died. 40 years of the GPS saying recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. So the first generation dies. And one of the last things that Moses does is read the law again. Does anybody have any guess what book of the Bible that is? Deuto to law. Deuteronomy. Why is the law there twice? Moses said, hey, the first generation, I gave you the law, and this is how it went. First generation dies. So the last thing Moses does is read the law again to his people. And the wandering now is done. The desert wandering is done. He reads the law a second time. And after reminding the people one last time to follow God, it's time for him to pass the baton. And turn with me into Joshua chapter 1. And we see the baton being wielded by Joshua. Page 144 in your story Bible. Joshua chapter 1. And after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot it will tread upon I will give to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land, the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Verse 6, be strong and courageous, for you, have, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according, do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you, shall, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And we'll break this into small sections this morning. God is literally the one who commissions Joshua. In the first four verses, see, because think of it this way. It's been 80 years with Moses. That's a lot of training. It's time for the assistant to, to go and become the leader. God says to Josh, it's up to you. Moses is dead. In our lives, there comes a time. It's either you will step up or you won't. Now think of Joshua. Do you think he was ready? It's Father's Day. Parents, has anybody ever asked you, hey, were you ready to have kids? There were some fun giggles with that. 
Right, you think God gave Joshua a special revelation to say you are now leading because he was like, he already heard this. Moses had already told him. I don't think Joshua was necessarily ready. Ask any person in leadership. Like, hey, you ready to do this? I'm like, no. It scares me to death. But it was time for him to carry the baton that was bigger than him. It was time to take on a mission that was bigger than him. It had spanned thousands of lives and hundreds of years. This is a promise a long time in the coming. It was first given to Abraham. It was given to a group of people that came out of Egypt. They're now dead. This mission that God puts them on, that God puts us on, is a lot bigger than you or I. But families, dads, moms, people living with other people, there's a baton to hand off. It will be bigger than you. We all play a role in God's plan. And guess what? He keeps His promise. Because God says, I will keep my promise to you just like I promised Moses. And look at verses 5 and 6 of Joshua chapter 1. No man, shall be, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. It's the idea of God's presence. What makes the victory victorious? For Joshua... What is his mission literally in the book of Joshua to do? He's to lead the people of Israel to do what? Cross the Jordan and then do what? Take the promised land. So victory for Joshua would be the taking of the land, the literal taking of the land. Joshua, the book of Joshua is a fun read until you get into all the details of who took what land and your mind goes into numb mode just like reading Chronicles, the lineages. Why does God put a vast portion of the book of Joshua, the details of the who took what land and who lived where? Because this is a promise that dates all the way back to Abraham. Victory for Joshua was, hey, get this group across the Jordan, take the land, and then you'll be victorious. For us today, what is victory? I don't think anybody's going to go out this afternoon and cross the Akawaha, hire a surveyor, and take some land. What would be your victory this afternoon, Dad? True. As a church, what is the definition of victory? Passing the baton. Gold star to Barry. Drop the mic. I'm done preaching. Good job. Pass the baton this afternoon. Work with those people in your network, in the people that you see, in your sphere of influence, the neighbors, the people inside your house. 
Victory for Joshua was taking the land. Victory for us is passing the baton. But it's not going to be easy. Joshua literally had to fight battles. Now, not all of them went well. Kids love singing the first one about the trumpets and the walls falling down. Then what happened to the next one? They send out 12 people and they get whomped. Not every battle goes easy, but it's God's presence with us that makes it happen. It makes it bearable. It makes it able to continue because God says, just as I was with Moses, Josh, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. There isn't a single orphan in God's family. God keeps his promises. He said, this will be victorious because I am present. I need you to take your spot and step up and lead. But there's a way in which to do it. There is a game plan. We just don't open the doors and say, go have fun. Look at verse 7. What is the game plan? What is the most important thing for Josh to remember? Look at verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. What's God telling Moses or Joshua here? What's the game plan? Be in the Word. I gave special revelation to you. This is how you follow me. Don't make up the rules as you go. Take your stand. Do your job. Be courageous, but follow God's revealed plan. Follow the word. Be in it. What you need to know is here. How to pass the baton. Where do you practice passing the baton? Right here. Who are the cheerleaders for the baton passing? Tyler, I really want to see you in a cheerleader outfit next Sunday. It's one another. As your pastor, who has been my biggest cheerleader? In the mornings. The burden of being a leader breaks me to my knees, and I say, God, how in the world can I do this? I can't. This is too heavy. I'm too of a screwball. I say dumb things at exactly the right time. He said, come to me. I'll be with you. I'm not orphaning you. Friends, dads, leaders, be in the Word. Through the peaks and the valleys, stay attached to what you know, what you learn, what you explore, and what you apply, and what you practice with other people. We're getting ready to have a new membership class, and what is our slogan? You cannot be the church alone. We need God's Word. We need one another. We need God's presence. I love the way God says this to Josh. Hey, don't turn, it, don't turn to the right or don't turn to the left so you may have success wherever you go. Stay on the path. Follow it straight ahead. And I know what you're saying. 
this is hard. How in the world do I do it? How do I know 1189 chapters of God's Word and follow it next week? Is this impossible? Moses had given the law to Joshua. So all we had now was up to where we've read. Was it impossible for Joshua to follow the law? Turn or listen with me to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 11 through 14. For this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you. Neither is it far off. It's not in heaven that you should say, who's going to go to heaven and bring it down for us? Neither is it beyond the sea that you would say, who's going to go over the sea and bring it back to us? Then we will hear and do it. But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth. It is in your heart so that you can do it. Fellow followers of Jesus this morning, having God in your, right here reveal his word to you is it's a challenge. Following it is a challenge. I recognize that. But God never gives us a command that we cannot keep. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart so that you can do it. And finally, God gives a command to Josh in verse 9. One more time, he says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. See, I love this. God says, Josh, I know. He says it over and over again. Be strong. Be courageous. You've got this, Josh. I'm going to go with you. Follow my word. Put it in you. Go with other people as you follow me. Josh, I know you're intimidated, but listen to me one time. Be strong and be courageous because we can be. We just take some be strong and courageous out of the shelf and eat it. We pull ourselves up by their bootstraps and be strong and be courageous. Order it off Amazon, a little strong and courage. How can Joshua be strong and courageous? Dads, in the home, how can you be strong and courageous in leading the family? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. How many here are familiar with C.S. Lewis? The Well I and the Witch in the Wardrobe? I read that recently. That's a good read. I'm ashamed to say that I watched the movie before I did the, read the book. Okay. Everybody know who Aslan is? Right? So, you've got Susan that's sitting down at the table with Mr. and Mrs. Beaver. And she is asking about who this Aslan is. And they say, Aslan is a lion. The lion. The great lion. And Susan says, oh, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? 
I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. And Mr. Beaver responds, safe? Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe. He is good. He is the king. Be strong and courageous. It isn't safe. We follow a good king. Be strong. Be courageous. Fulfill God's mission. Grace Church. My last charge, Pastor Michael, listen well. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Always be sober-minded, endure the suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering in the time of my departure has come. Let's pray. Thanks again for listening. We hope you've been challenged, encouraged, and helped by God in His Word. If you want more information about Grace Church of Ocala or would like to get in contact with us, please visit our home on the internet, ocalagrace.org. And if we haven't met yet, we hope to talk with you soon.